Hey there, this is B. Wendy Jackson. I wanted to quickly interrupt you before you listen to the next episode. Listen, thank you for your support with the podcast. Uh, those of you who've been following me since January 2020, I really appreciate you. I want to hear from you. You can send me a message at info at AAOP as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in Snake dot net. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you have not rated and reviewed the podcast, would you do that for me, please? It also allows people to find the, the podcast. Um, this is growing. The podcast is growing and I'm so excited. I've had to update my little commercial because my name has changed and my website has change in terms of where you receive the books. So if you have not purchased your books, uh, I got the opportunity and the gift to, to write two books. One of the first one is empowerment for you, encouragement for your emotional and spiritual wellness. Listen, I love this book. Um, it is definitely a book that invites you to experience hope, help, and healing. And every page, every chapter is really filled with um, insight, information, and inspiration to be able to help empower you, to be able to help you walk in freedom. I include specific practical tips to help you take charge and take possession of your thoughts and really, really um, just control your 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 behaviors or, uh, or impact your behaviors and impact some changes in your life, cause some changes in your life. And then the second book is Empower to Empower Your Reflection Workbook. Love this book as well because it's based on specific podcast episodes where you listen to some episodes and you are able to dive deep into some reflection. I give you some prompts so that you don't have to wonder or think about where, how do I start to reflect? What do I even write? The prompts are already provided for you. Isn't that awesome? So there are also blank pages for you to journal um, or whatever you want to do, right? And so I just invite you, you can go on Amazon and just look for Be Wendy. So I don't want to cause any confusion. My my maiden name is Bob. So people have known me for as Be Wendy Bob for so long. And then July, 2022, I was blessed to get married, to be married. And so now I'm Be Wendy Jackson. Uh, so Amazon, you could just search for the books, Be Wendy uh, Bob, and you will find those two books come up. If you have any questions, you could email me. Uh, you can also find the resources on my website, aaopcs.net. That's AAO, P as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in snake.net. Listen, I look forward to hearing from you. May the podcast, may the books continue to add value to your lives. Um, I just, I just, I'm really thankful for this opportunity to just encourage people all around the world. All right. Enjoy the next episode and have an amazing day on purpose. Well, hello everyone. This is B. Wendy Jackson once again with Empower to Empower You podcast. Uh, just a reminder for those who are tuning in for the first time, Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, uh, mental health, anything to help you become the better version of yourself. If you've been following and tuning into the podcast since January 2020, thank you so much for those of you who have either um, uh, made a rating, ranked the podcast, shared or downloaded, subscribed. 
uh, thank you so much uh, for for that. Uh, I'm so I'm so thankful to be able to use my voice uh, to be a blessing because we're supposed to be blessed so that we can be a blessing, and, and not hoard the blessings, but really share um, what God has given us as unto Him. We're supposed to do everything as unto the Lord. So I get to serve as a therapist, as a speaker, as a as an encourager, and in so many and also as a podcast host, as an author, and so many other things. Well, today I have an amazing guest. I've had some really awesome guests. And so today I just thank God for divine connections. And today I've been introduced to Ms. Brenda Harkins. I want to share just a little bit about Brenda as we talk about, as she talks about really, uh, loud is not a language. Listen, you got to get your tea, your coffee. Uh, if you're driving, pause this, feel free to come back to it. Uh, but this is going to be such a relevant topic that we need to dive in today. Brenda is an author, a speaker, a life coach. Uh, she's a believer in impossible possibilities. And right now she believes that in our world, it seems so close to impossible for people with different perspectives to communicate effectively and build quality relationships and have influence that is authentic. So Brenda is going to talk about how do we do that? How do we build bridges of trust that allow forward movement while keeping the door open for future conversations? How do we have authentic conversations and agree to disagree, even if there may be some disagreements? Loud is not a language. And so I want to introduce to you uh, Brenda Harkins to the Empowered to Empower You podcast. Hey, Brenda, welcome. I am so overjoyed to be here with you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm so glad to have you as well. So let's dive in. I kind of want to start off with um, what, what is life giving for you at this time, at this stage of life, uh, in this junction for you right now? Something I never thought I would say was life giving because I just like to go, go, go. And yes. I like to go, go, go. But yes. what has been so life-giving to me in the past year is making space throughout my day to get quiet. Mm. It's so life-giving just to make that space, to reflect, to just to pause and say, all right, Lord, where am I at? Am I on the right track? What do I need to hear from you right now? I mean, just three, four minutes sometimes just to get quiet can completely reset the day. It's been wonderful. Yeah. I'm so glad. This is so crazy that you would even say that. Like, I feel like this is more confirmation. I, it's so funny um, and so important. I was just getting a client yesterday, just yesterday. Obviously, by the time this podcast is aired, it will not be yesterday. But today, while we are recording, it was yesterday um, on the 10th, just trying to get a client to learn. You know, she said something like, I'm not good at being quiet. And so I challenged that thought a little bit because she really just closed herself in to thinking or believing that that was part of her identity, that that was something that she just couldn't learn how to do. And so when we say things like I'm not good at, we close the door for even the possibility of learning how to be quiet. And that's something I need to learn too. I, I believe there's kindred spirits for both of us because it is so easy for me to just kind of like attack the to-do list and be Plow on the go. Through. Yes. Power through, right? We wake up with this, ah, but... <laughs> but but we haven't taken time to breathe and I just did a reel on the importance of just just taking a moment like having a moment to just be like we were not designed to just be doers 
God designed us to be, to be, to be. And it's so important because we get so focused on the doing that we get lost in the performance mindset. And then when we don't perform well, then we, 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 we fail, right? So to speak, we, we tell ourselves that we failed, right? Because we didn't do all the things. Yeah. So and we connect it to our identity, right? Absolutely. That's not who we that's are. That's a lie. It's not even who we are. So that's, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, so let's kind of dive into the topic. Loud is not a language. Um, let's dive into why, why and how this came to be. <laughs> okay. So that was a phrase that I had, I had never heard. I'd never thought of until 2016. Mm. So I was in a, um, I was in a, at a dinner. It was a social kind of dinner. There were some business acquaintances there. Nobody that was like really close and knew each other super well, but we'd done business type things together. And this was two weeks before the Clinton Trump elections. And so, I mean, everybody remembers those times. I mean, it was a little bit heated. And so Somebody at the table said, so what do you think about the, our next woman president? And it became very clear that there were really strong Clinton supporters and really strong Trump supporters at the same table. Mm. And it just, it, it got loud, but not necessarily some people in volume, but be windy. It was, it was loud in attitude, like nobody's business. It was just, um, I literally sat back and just watched like I was watching a tennis match with the different accusations and comments and, and just the things going back and forth mm -hmm. thinking these are intelligent people. Mm -hmm. Like these are intelligent, successful people. And they literally have no idea in this moment that what they are so passionate about and what they want the other people to be passionate about with them, they're pushing them away from that very thing because of their loud attitude. Wow. wow. So anyway, I'm sitting there thinking, Lord, what do I do? Somebody got up and left the table. It was so uncomfortable. And, um, and, and, and as I, as I just asked, Lord, what do I do? Do I say, what do I say? What do I do? Um, loud is not a language literally fell into my head. Like I didn't think it up. It was like he went here, boom, and, and just dropped it in. Um, and I sat there thinking, wow, it's not a language. What does that even mean? And then I'm watching it, you know, it's playing out in front of me. Oh, those loud attitudes we get about the things we're passionate about they don't communicate well. There's no reciprocity to that. There's no inviting of conversation. It's just building walls between people is yes, what it is. Yes. You yes. know, when we could be building bridges instead, we really could, even if we don't agree. So yes, that put me on a trajectory. And so since 2016, I have just really listened and the Lord has helped me to develop uh, a method of communicating that is just, it's a different thought framework. It um, 
puts us in a place of responsibility with checking our heart in several different areas before we even enter into those hard conversations so that we're in the right space in our head and our heart. And then, um, and then there's just some applicable steps, four main applicable steps once we do the heart steps of this is how we walk this out and actually build trust bridges between each other. Wow. You know, wow. agreement is not necessary for understanding. Hmm. What a powerful download that you received. Like I call it a heaven download. <laughs> like, you what? know, you had a download in the midst of chaos that mm-hmm. God gave you, you know, you didn't gripe about the situation, but you asked for a solution. You asked the Lord for a solution and he gave you the solution. A powerful download to be able to transform how we have passionate discussions, even about things. And I, you know, when I when I saw your topic, I I sent you the script. There's a couple of scriptures, you know, First Corinthians uh, one ten to seventeen, where Paul is basically addressing the Corinthian church about, or he's really urging them, hey, let's be of the same mind. Let's Let's have harmony. And there was so much division, so many dis- disagreements and arguments and comparisons and competition and all the things that were happening um, that still happen today. And so can you can you just dive into how relevant? I don't even know if you made the comparison with with that, but talk about how that impacts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I so I love that that you brought in those scriptures because this is actually this loud is not a language is going. This is the first book in the series that just came out. The next one is going to be loud is not a language for Christians, because oh. we need to be able to talk to <laughs> one another, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so uh, this is a this this is about everybody talk being able to talk to everybody, but we need to get real specific with that. How do how do we actually be the family of yeah. God? Yeah. So yeah, I love that question. It is so prevalent. I mean, even when you get down to the, and I'm, you know, sorry, I step on toes all the time. I don't, I'm not doing it in an ugly way, but you know, we have different denominations that embrace certain things that other denominations don't. And the big thing is Jesus. Do we love Jesus? Are we following Jesus? We argue about, you know, are there tongues? Are there no tongues? Is there dancing? No dancing. Is there music? No music. Is there, I mean, it's like, really, we have be, we have allowed those things to be so divisive between brothers and sisters that Jesus prayer to the father was that we would be one. They are one, you know, And then, you know, I mean, just the example that I gave, how many times do we bring politics into the kingdom realm? How many times do we say, well, you couldn't be, you couldn't really be a Christian if you're a this or a that, you know? And and that that just reminds me of something with identifying, if I can share this real quick. There is, um, I woke up the other night seeing the word identify and identity. And And I was very aware when I was looking at it, huh, I've never noticed there's only one letter difference. And the T and the F 
even look really similar. And I'm like, what are you showing me? And I started to see, you know, we identify as all kinds of things. I mean, it's a big deal in our world right now with the gender identity, but it's all kinds of things. I'm a, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican, I'm a whatever, you know, and um, when we make what we identify as to be our identity, we're missing it. And it looks so close and it feels so close, but just like that T and that F and those two words, very subtle difference. That's what deception is. You know, it, it just is so subtle. It doesn't scream you're wrong. It looks so much like the real thing. And we can identify with something other than Jesus, as Christians, we can identify with something other than our identity in him real easily because of our passions. And we're missing it when we do that. So true. So good. You reminded me, you know, recently our pastor was out of town and we had a minister and I had never heard this preached and explained this way, but he was preaching from Romans 14 where it says accept other believers who are weak in the faith and don't argue with them about what they think is right and wrong. And it goes on to give examples if a person believes and, you know, not eating meat versus eating meat. If a person believes this day is holy versus that day is holy, like get away from all these arguments. And the pastor was talking about, he broke down, he categorized as primary, primary issues and secondary issues. And the primary issues are based on our, a Christian's foundation is, is the bedrock of Christianity, that, that we believe that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, that the Holy Spirit is the comforter, that the Bible is our is our standard for living, that, that God sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins, that one day he's coming back again, right? Like the, 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 the things that are central to our beliefs as Christian, right? And then the secondary issues are all these other things that people have opinions about how Jesus is going to come, whether we should wear, where women should wear pants or dresses or whether like all the, all the secondary things that don't really matter with the big picture, with the main, like keeping the main thing, the main thing, they just cause division. They just cause division. And I thought, what a wonderful way of separating when we get into these arguments and disagreements. Is it, is it, does it categorize with the secondary issue or is it really, about the Bible? Is it really about our salvation? Or is it just about our opinions and our feelings and all this uh, culture and all these other things, right? Like, have you heard that? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. We get real caught up on, on, we get our focus on things as if it's the main thing. And it's not just not, it's like, it, does this actually matter in the scope of eternity? Right. What we're dividing over here, does Absolutely. it even matter? And um, yeah, so being able to throw out those things is, is really good. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I love Romans 14 so much. Yes. Ooh, I do. And I know this is probably a segue. I don't know if you have anything else to say about how Romans 14, I know the book Loud, Loud is Not a Language for Christians is coming. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know if you want to say more in terms of how that scripture between those two, 1 Corinthians 1, 10 to 17, Romans 14, maybe have impacted your passion to share this with the church even. Yeah, yeah. 
so there's several the the first verse and I, I actually have these pulled up right here on my desk because I, I was hoping we would talk about this yeah. um it, it tells us to offer an open hand of fellowship um even with those who may be weak and immature in their faith mm. what version is that the passion I love the passion mm -hmm. so um and it says refuse to engage in debates yes like it is so pointless to engage in debates. Um, but the the 1419, just it the way it's worded in that translation, I love it because it says, make it your top priority to live a life of peace with harmony in your relationships, eagerly seeking to strengthen and encourage one another. And I think so often we eagerly seek how to point out how somebody's wrong and we just get on that whole judgmental train and, you know, eagerly seek how to strengthen and encourage one another. It just shifts everything. That's so good. Yeah. So good. Wow. So why is this so important? Well, you know, why is... And, I, and I, I, if you want to share, I would love for you to share um, your method, if you whatever you want to share about the method that you teach about how should we communicate, even when there are whether secondary issues that we're having disagreement about or, or I call it, I like to call it when it comes to Christ, like we have convictions, like we, everybody has their own set of convictions and trying to, we get really passionate about those convictions. And when somebody is in front of us, a, a fellow brother or sister in Christ may not necessarily agree with our convictions, how should we then communicate in a way where we don't have a loud attitude, but we're doing what the Bible says, where we are to accept people where they are and to love them where they are? So I'm going to give you a I know loaded question version here because there's two methods that I use acronyms for that one is for us personally to be able to check our heart before we yes. enter into the conversation and that's you know like if you're out somewhere a restaurant or something and somebody walks in that you haven't seen in a long time you know we'll use that expression hey pull up a chair and we're asking them to join us right to come into the conversation with us so this chair analogy is one that I use for us to check our heart and the letters in that word stand for courage, humility, authenticity, integrity, and respect. And the main two things of that, and, and the book goes into more detail, but e each one of those are a way to just check our heart to see, am I in the right place to be able to, can I look at this person across from me with courage, humility, authenticity, integrity, and respect towards them. And if not, this is probably in the right time for that conversation. Mm. And so having, having that heart check and that integrity thing really, really stood out to, that's the one I feel like I want to touch on right now, because that has to do with the motivations in our heart. And if I'm entering into a conversation with you, because my motive is really to get you to think like I do, Hmm. You know, yeah. is that integrity? And if you had those motives towards me and I knew it, would I even want to have a conversation with you? You yeah. know, so those are just, just an example of some heart checks that go along with each of those letters to be sure 
we're in a place where we're aligned with the mind of Christ before we get into this conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then, I mean, if we determine we are, uh, he had me dismantle completely, just dismantle. He was like, dismantle loud. And I'm thinking, what does that mean? And literally he had me take the word apart. So L-O-U-D. Um, L is, is the very first step and it's so counterintuitive to what we want to do because the first step is to listen. And so instead of telling somebody what we think and we, what we want them to hear, instead to be in that humble heart space to where we say, how do you feel and about this? And can you share with me why you feel so passionately about that? You know, and to listen with sincere desire to understand what they're saying, you know? So too often we listen because we want to jump in and say, oh, but this, oh, but that, you know, but to listen to really, really, really understand. So um, that the, the L listen, O is to own our own journeys and the biases that come with them. So each of us have journeys we've lived that have had very unique experiences than anybody else in the world. It may look the same, but you know what? It didn't hit us emotionally the same. We didn't believe the same thing about it. You know, it it's unique to us. And because of that, we develop these biases because of what we believe about our experiences. So they're very unique. We tend to think other people have biases and we don't really own our own biases too much. And so that's what that is. Because the importance of that in a conversation, when you're listening to someone, if they say something that triggers something in you that you want to go, whoa, but, you know, um, to be aware of those biases beforehand and to be able to go, okay, I feel that rising up in me. I know where that's coming from, but I really want to, the you is understand. Mm. I want to understand what their journey is and the biases they have. That's good. Because of their journey. And when we do that, then there is a reciprocity. When we listen to somebody and in a way that we can, that we really genuinely want to understand, when we say, thank you so much for helping me understand your perspective. We may not agree, but oh my goodness, I completely understand why you feel the way that you do because of what you've been through. Would you mind if I shared with you my, a little bit of my journey? Who's going to say no, if this is, if this is genuine, you know, I've never had anybody say no. Um, And so, um, so what that does is it builds the, uh, those trust bridges, which I just love because I see them built between people that you would never dream they would be built between um, all the time. And and what that does is it gets to the D. Once we do that, we're able to develop new ways to move forward. I love that. Wow. What a beautiful way of being able to build those trust bridges. Because you can't even have, we can't, we cannot have relationship without trust. And we can't feel safe. On, we can't even have safe conversation without there being a level of trust, right? Or, and so that, that's so that's so good. Um, so, you know, you have this loud, loud is not a language um, to increase communication effectiveness, to raise quality for your, of your relationships to accelerate the impact of your influence, to reduce anxiety and stress. 
I'm, I'm curious since, you know, a lot of people who hear this, almost everybody, mental health is a common denominator for every person. We all have mental health, yes. um, you know, whether we have issues, but we all have mental health, right? And some, on some level of the spectrum. And even in the church, the body of Christ, we have mental health concerns that we may not be addressing. And so when you say even this method of building trust uh, trust bridges or communicating even on things that we may not always agree on in a more effective way, talk a little bit about how does that then reduce anxiety and stress? Yeah, so when you think about the things that that cause anxiety and stress, they're usually things <laughs> that are out of our control yes. or they go against what we think is right or they cause us to not look good. Th those three things hang us up. We mm -hmm. want to be in control. We want to be right. And we want to look good. Those three things yeah. like humankind, wherever you're from, those three things tend to hang us up. And when things are out spiraling out of control, you know, mm -hmm. and everything looks so wrong compared to our perspective, when we can back up into that pause, that quiet and go through that chair mm -hmm. check of our mm -hmm. heart, go through that where am I in these five different areas? What's happening inside of me? And to get that in right alignment, that in itself brings out the truth that really none of us are in control. Like seriously, can we really control anything happening in our world, happening in somebody else's mind? Happen can we have, we we want to have control over things that we will never have control over. And that helps us to get into, um, helps us to breathe, helps us to calm down and yeah. get in that space of, okay, I'm trying to do something that the more I try to do it, the more anxious I'm going to be because it's not possible. Absolutely. And once we're aligned there, we're able to move forward in conversations in a way that we don't have to prove ourselves. Isn't that another thing that we get anxious about when we feel like we're not being heard and they're not understanding and they still think differently than I do. And um, we can get really worked up about that. So true. Or we don't engage because we've worked our minds. You're right. The worst. It's attack or it's run the other way. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's kind of pivot a little bit to what is your call to action and who is it for? I mean, this is such a needed, necessary, a necessary tool. What's your call to action? Yeah, do things differently. <laughs> no, let's learn to communicate differently. You know, I have, for anyone that's interested, there is a workshop coming up on the 24th that's online and I'm calling it C5. It's, it is about having confident, compassionate, constructive conversations mm. around conflict. And, and so it's putting what I just said to you, it's putting feet to that, to where we actually have some interaction on what does this look like in your situation and how do we walk this out? So there's that. Um, the book itself uh, will go into deeper uh, you know, explanation. It has some places to work through some of your own 
communication issues or the issues that you have trouble communicating around. Um, there's places to work through that in the book. So I would just, I would encourage people get the book, sign up for the work, workshop, do something that even if you do neither of those, um, learn to get quiet in your times of stress and and just take a minute to ask the Lord, what am I worked up about? And what do you have to say about that? That's good. That's good. Yeah. The workshop, is it virtual or are you hosting it? It, live? it is. is it virtual? Virtual. Mm-hmm. And for people to talk a little bit about where people can, uh, can find you, how can they connect to you? Sure. So the website is loudisnotalanguage.com and, um, the book's on there. The workshop is on there. Uh, there's a contact form on there where you can, it'll send me directly to my inbox. I'll get it personally if somebody wants to reach out to me through that. So really the website is the best way to, to connect with me. And those. Yeah. Great. Great. Wow. Brenda, I'm, I'm so thankful I got to be introduced to you. Uh, I do notice that you are, you, you mentioned that you are um, about to host one for the church. Um, you, I know that you intend to reach leaders and ministries and families. Nobody's excluded. The three wow. book series is a three book series, right? Loud is not a language for marriages. Is that active yeah. that current, or is it coming? Yeah, no, it's coming. So loud is not a language period. That's the first book that just came out and it's for it will apply in any situation. It's broad right. so that our world can start talking again instead of yeah. just being crazy. Yeah. Um, then I'm zeroing in on the next three, which I've started the loudest not a language for Christians. Then it's loudest not a language for leaders and loudest not a language for marriages. So wow. those, those are upcoming. Great. I'm excited. I'm excited. Do you wish for people to connect with you on social media as well? Oh, I would love that. Yes. Okay. okay. And that's the loud. Is it at uh, loud is not a language or. Actually, you can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Brenda Cox Harkins. Great. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, is there anything uh, I'm just, I've just enjoyed this conversation with you and thank you for sharing your expertise, the, the heaven download that God gave you. Uh, thank you for your obedience. And so I'm curious, this, this question I did not give you ahead of time, but I tend to be random and things creative with, with, with new questions. If you were to recreate the scene at that table at dinner, where it got a little heated. If you were to go back, knowing what you know now, know, having what God has given you, what would you have done differently? Well, what I would have done at the, knowing what I know now, <laughs> which I did not know then, um, when it first started with the very first comment that was negative towards somebody, I would have stepped in and said, wait a minute, can you, can you, before we go there, can you help us explain where you, why you're so passionate about what you just said so that we can understand and engage in a conversation instead of having a debate here? I think I would have said something to that effect. Love that. And I asked this question because a lot of times people who may be listening may may say, man, I I have 
yeah. up. I, I have messed up. I've been in those heated conversations. Maybe I've been a part of that person or that dynamic where I said something that I cannot take back. Yeah. There's always a moment of, okay, now that I know better, and I hate to sound like the cliche, now that I know better, I do better. But now that I know better and I have the resources and my tools, what right. can I do differently? Now I'm held responsible. You can plan for the future. You can plan for the next time that situation yes. shows up. Yes. And it's as simple as being sure that you're you're authentic. You're yeah. not doing it out of manipulative purposes. Right. But to be sure that there is a compassion and a genuine desire to understand why do you feel that way? Yeah. yeah. I really want to hear why you feel that way. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be heard? We all want to be heard. And when we give that to other people, we're showing them a level of respect that they don't often get. Absolutely. It's almost like approaching the situation with curiosity. Instead of just, you know, closing our mind and believing that what we have to say is is final. Yeah. You're wrong. I'm right. We have nothing more to talk about. (laughs) There's no influence with those conversations. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) thank you so much for sharing this with us. I'm definitely going to share the way that people can contact you on the show notes. Um, y'all, I want you, those of you who are listening, please, I hope that you're take, taking good notes. I'm going to put Brenda's information, connect with her, blow her up. She's available for coaching. She's available for speaking. She's available for training um, and consulting services. So please connect with her and try to attend this workshop. I'm going to make sure to put her website on the show notes. This is B. Wendy Jackson. Brenda, thank you again for joining the Empower to Empower You podcast. Um, you have definitely empowered us with tools. Now that we have the resources, we need to do different, uh, differently with how we have conversations. So this is B. Wendy Jackson. I'll be back next time with another amazing episode. Have an amazing week on purpose.